we ready to do this? Yep. I don't know why you have to laugh always. Because you're funny. <coughs> you done hacking up a lung? <clears throat> yep. Welcome back to another episode of Did I Miss Anything? Father's Day edition. Hell yeah. Happy Father's Day to those of you in the United States. To the papas. And if your country celebrates Father's Day, happy belated and or early Father's Day, because I don't know where Father I don't know when Father's Day happens in your country. So Do they do that in other pieces. countries? I think so. Does Portugal do Father's Day? Sure. You don't know that. I don't. He's Portuguese. And? Born in Portugal. It's true. But knows nothing about the country or the culture apparently. That is not true. I know plenty about it. I just don't know about holidays and stuff because, you know, I don't live there, so excuse me. Sure. Okay. Anywho, this is the podcast where Heather and I talk about movies, TV shows, and albums that were super popular, um, some of them even award-winning and sure. critically acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we missed out on them for whatever reason, mainly because, I don't know, we live under a rock. And I mean, we don't. We, I mean, how dare you? All right, I'm offended. Okay, and hurt. Okay, and a lot of these things are also referenced in pop culture. So Heather and I, we sat down one day and we were like, "Hey, we need to do something to make ourselves more cultured and also understand these references that we're not getting." And we were like, "Let's do a podcast, and we can watch all this stuff and experience it for the first time, and then discuss it and figure out whether or not all the hype was worth it." What a long intro. So anyway, this week, in honor of Father's Day, we did Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. The thrilling legal drama involving divorce. Yes. For all of your loving Father's Day dreams what? or wishes. I don't know. I wanted to say something else, but I wasn't sure what, and that's what came out. It, it worked. Cool. So Kramer versus Kramer. Mm-hmm. Starring, I want to make sure I get these names right because unknown actors. They they're, they're up and they're up and comers. Yeah, um, yeah. So Mr. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah I think that's I think right. I said that right. Yep. Plays Ted Kramer, and a Miss Meryl Streep. Never, I believe it is. Never heard of her. Um, plays Joanna Kramer. But I think she's gonna she's gonna do something. I think. I think these two yeah. may want to watch out for them because yeah. some good things. See some good things in their future. Yeah. Even though this movie, when was this made? The 70s? Only 1979. So we only missed it by, what is that, 41 years? Is did, it? That ma- did I do that math right? Is that right? Dude, I was only born six years. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So 40, 40, we only missed it by 41 years. Jeez. So still relatively fresh. How old is Meryl Streep? Right now? Yeah. I don't know. Let's look like it up. Like her 70s, I guess? She's currently 71. She looks good for 71. She looks really good. Oh, fun fact yeah. from New Jersey. Oh, yeah, I knew that. What, Orange? Summit. Oh, Summit. Oh, nice. So look at that. We're from New Jersey. We're not going to tell you where because we don't want people to know. It's true. But look at that. Meryl Streep from New Jersey. Anywho. Yes. Cool. Um, well, I, actually, a lot of like really famous actors are from Jersey. It's true. Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> you don't like Danny DeVito? Not really. He's a very good penguin in uh, Batman Returns. That's correct. He's a very good penguin. Hasn't really done much since. Uh, Rio Perlman's from New Jersey? Her, I mean, his wife. Oh, she's, oh, I liked her. She's in Cheers yeah. and Dr. Evil. Uh, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers, Dr. Evil's lover. No, that's somebody different. No, that's Rio Perlman. No, it's it? not. Are that's you sure? Mindy, Mindy something. It's not her. No, no, it's They different. totally look alike. Different person. Anyway, 
Cheers. Yeah. Oh, and John Travolta. <sighs> Maybe we should stop naming people. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Smith, Recovery. Oh, yeah. So, Ted Kramer, again, Dustin Hoffman. He's a workaholing advertising executive. Workaholing? Is that what I said? What he's a said. he's a workaholic. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Advertising executive, and he just got assigned this super new big account at his advertising agency. It's like super important because it's bringing in like a lot of money. And he comes home one night to tell his wife the good news, like, "Hey, honey, I got this big promotion at work." Finds out that his wife, again, Meryl Streep, is leaving him. Yes. So she's packed up all her crap. Yep. She said goodbye to her son. She's, yep. We'll put him to bed and said, oh, didn't, actually, she didn't I don't say think she, she, I don't think she ever said no. Well, no, she didn't say anything because, I mean, how do you say, how do you explain that you're just leaving? And you just and, tell them you're leaving. Yeah, I guess. Um, to a seven-year-old? That must be Yeah, wrong. you treat them like an adult. Okay. Anywho, um, Dustin Hoffman thinks she's kidding, so he's like, all right, that's very funny. Uh, we all had a good laugh. And she straight up leaves. They get into the hallway outside of their apartment. They kind of have a little little argument. She gets in the elevator, and that's it. Meryl mm-hmm. Streep mm-hmm. is gone. Bye. Um, so now Ted is and like... And then you don't see her again for a long time. Like, yeah, she's like most, not... This is like an hour and... A little 40, over an hour and a half. Five minutes? Yeah, maybe? it's like a little over an hour and a half. And she's only in it for like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, hardly at all. Um, so Ted's left alone to raise their son, Billy. Mm-hmm. And he... Kind of goes nuts. Which I thought in he, the beginning. I thought he was a fam- the little kid was a famous actor. I don't. Know I thought so is. too. He looked like somebody. I thought he was like Ricky Schroeder, but it's not Ricky Schroeder. No. No. So, in the beginning, uh, Ted and Billy kind of have a resentment towards one another. I guess you could say. Um, Ted again, super busy with his work because he just got this new account. He kind of starts to like take on more work and you know he's you know late to pick up billy after school and he's late to do all these other things billy starts to kind of miss his mother and his mother's attention yeah because uh joanna the wife the mother was um like a stay-at-home mom she yeah didn't work right which is one of the reasons like why she wanted to leave because like it's true she just felt like her husband like didn't want her to work and he wanted he needed her to stay at home with the kid and he yeah. and he wasn't home a lot and he yeah she was yeah, she resented him as well. There's so, a lot of a lot of resentment in this. A movie. lot of it. So just for reference, like the morning after, um, Billy wakes up. He goes to the bathroom. He wakes up Ted, his father, and you know he tells him like, hey, you know I gotta go to school and stuff. And he's like, okay, yeah, we'll totally do that. They start making breakfast and for breakfast, they have French toast. Well, they try to. They have try French. to have French toast, and so they're making French toast. They're making like the mixture in a mug, which I don't think you're supposed to do. No, so, it's just eggs at first. Yeah, so Ted's no milk. Ted's cracking eggs in there with one hand, trying to impress Billy, but he's getting all the shells in there and stuff, and he's like, he starts whisking it, and then he forgets the milk, and then Billy's all like, I think you need milk, and he's like, Oh yeah, and then he like puts way too much milk in it, and then the bread doesn't fit in there, so he has to like fold the bread to get it in the in the in the mug. And it doesn't work. And then Billy's all like, I don't like my French toast to be folded because he's like five. And it's it's a mess. The breakfast turns into a mess. Eventually, he gets him off to school. Uh, Ted gets Billy off to school. The day goes on. Eventually, they kind of start getting into a rhythm. Months kind of go by. I think it gets to a point where they, they mention like 50, it's at a 15-month mark. Yeah. Something like oh, that. Yeah, because Joanna, Meryl Sheep's character... She does just leave. Yeah, she straight up leaves. And she doesn't come back. Yeah, and doesn't tell them where she went. Yeah. Nothing like that. Well, she writes a letter to Billy 
at eventually some point, yeah. she's in California. Yeah. 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 And so uh, Billy kind of starts to test his boundaries with his dad. One night they're having Salisbury steak and Billy's not having it. He said, I hate Salisbury steak. Yeah. And, and Dustin Hoffman's like, that's a lie. You just had it last week and you told me you loved it. And so he goes in the freezer, gets ice cream. And the, the entire time he's like pulling the chair to get the, to get to the freezer so he can reach the ice cream. And Dustin Hoffman's like, don't do it. Don't make me, don't make me say it again. You can't have ice cream. Don't have ice dinner. cream. It doesn't stop him. Still, he's still just sitting at, at the, at the, at the table. Billy gets the ice cream, brings it over to the table. Dustin Hoffman tells him again, like, don't you eat it. Don't, don't you do that. And makes full on eye contact. Full on eye contact. Boy, and then takes a huge bite of ice cream. Yep. And then, uh, Ted grabs him. Uh, puts him in bed in his room. He did not spank him. He just grabbed him, uh, put him in his bed. Billy, of course, crying the entire way, saying how uh, he how he misses his mom, how he wants his mom. Puts him to bed. He tells he tells Ted, like any five year old would, I would think, in that situation, that um, he misses his mom, that he doesn't like Ted, (laughs) and then (laughs) and then Ted, which I think was an amazing line. Ted says, "I hate you too, you little shit." which i thought was great because you usually don't see that side of parents in movies because they're usually like oh you don't mean that but no ted was full on i hate you too you think dustin hoffman improv that line i like to think that he did he improvised it at least i feel like the shit part at least (laughs) you little shit (laughs) um this movie rated pg by the way more on that in a bit and we're gonna see why that's weird so they go to bed fall asleep wake up the not wake up the next morning i think middle of the night uh ted wakes up to go to the bathroom or something he or walks he's cleaning by, up or he's cleaning up that's yeah. what it was and he goes by billy's room who's already asleep and he kind of puts the covers over him and billy kind of wakes up a little bit and he's like oh dad i'm sorry i love oh, you it was nice it's yeah cute. and they make up and then um and then he oh and then billy also asked ted are you gonna leave? Uh, did mom leave because of me? Because I, because uh, I was being bad, uh, like how I was at dinner. And then Dustin Hoffman's like, "Oh, is that what you think?" And he explains to him that it wasn't his fault. You know that whole spiel. Uh, he ends up going back to bed. Uh, Ted tells him he loves him too, and that he also apologizes. They make up. They, they, they form a very strong bond. They sure do. So meanwhile, there's, there's like a montage, like of them like doing like cute little. Like making breakfast. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's really cute. And they have a little scene where they're like they're at the dinner uh, breakfast table, and Ted's reading the newspaper, and Billy is reading reading comic a comic books. book. Yeah. yeah, and they're having Entenmann's donuts. Yeah, for breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast of champions. I agree. So as time passes on, Ted befriends uh, a neighbor that also lives in his apartment building. Uh, her name is Margaret. Uh, Margaret is actually friends. So she was friends with Ted and Joanna. Margaret was also a recent divorcee married to someone named Charlie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so they were kind of like couples friends, I guess. And Margaret was originally the person who used to talk to Joanna a lot and actually recommended that Joanna leave Ted because Joanna used to say how unhappy she was and all of this. So Ted and Margaret become relatively close friends now since they're both single parents and kind of give each other support. And one day they're watching their kids play in the park Billy accidentally, well, he's playing on the jungle gym and he's got a plane in his hands. He's climbing up the jungle gym, falls off. He cuts his face pretty bad and Ted picks him up, runs him to the hospital. Oh yeah, they live in New York City, by the way. Yeah, they live in New York. So they don't, I guess they don't have a car. They don't, no. So uh, Ted's like sprinting to the hospital, takes him to the hospital. He ends up, uh, Billy ends up getting stitches. And Ted in his face. Yeah, and Ted's like holding him the entire time to like comfort him. 
because he's getting stitches in his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden, Joanna, I think this is a point where Joanna sends them the letter and uh, the letter basically, uh, Ted starts reading it out loud and stops halfway through, but the letter basically explains uh, why she left and she's basically explaining like, oh, you know, sometimes mommies and daddies don't get along and all of this. And turns out that she's been watching, at least for the last couple of months, she's been watching kind of like a creep. She's been watching Ted drop Billy off at his school from a coffee shop that's like across the street. And they come, we come to find out that she's actually starting a custody battle for Billy. Uh, we, and we also find out that the entire time she's been living in California, that's where she went. And so Ted goes out, gets a lawyer. He's talking to his lawyer. His lawyer's like, look, man, this is probably going to get ugly. So I just want to prepare you this now. Mm-hmm. I want to prepare you for this now. Uh, this is also probably going to cost you a good amount of money. It's going to be like 15 grand. And that's assuming that we win. If this goes to like appeals or something like that, it's going to be substantially more. Mm-hmm. This was in the 70s. This is the 70s, yeah. yeah. So, it's probably way more expensive way now more. to get divorced. So, or I guess get custody, do a custody battle. It's true. So Ted's like, I don't care. I love my son. She's not getting, she's not getting Billy. Like she just walked out on us. Like what kind of a mother is she? So they basically, uh, so his lawyer prepares him for like, insane i guess questioning a- yeah insane questioning and like accusations about yeah. his character and yeah, standing they're like gonna that dig, they're gonna dig yeah. Stuff, yeah so at one point margaret so the the court battle proceeds um margaret is one of the one of the witnesses to testify against how you know unhappy joanna was but also how good of a father ted has been the entire time and lawyers being the pieces of shit that they are um they essentially so joanna's lawyer is asking margaret whether or not it was true that she encouraged joanna to leave and she says yes but and she tries to explain herself but like the lawyer keeps cutting her off and so then he's he starts questioning ted who gets on the witness stand and he's he's asking ted like oh isn't it true that you uh, that you missed this deadline for work. And he's like, yeah, but he's trying to explain to him that he missed it because his son was sick and he had to leave work early and all this, but the lawyer keeps cut him off there. Oh, yeah, because at, po- at some point uh, Ted loses his job because I guess he's falling behind at work because he yeah. has to, he's a single parent and has to take care of his son, which he's actually doing a pretty good job now. He's very good. Um, so he's like, well, you can't keep a job and now you have a new job, but it's you make less sub- money, substantially less money. And he actually makes less money than... Joanna's making now. Yeah, so they get on the stand. Yeah. So to prove that, because Joanna again was le- was living in California, they had to prove residency in New York. So she she had been living in New York for like two months to prove residency, and she had to get a job. Uh, I forget what her job was. She's like something, something at, at a like, magazine, at like a magazine, yeah. yeah. And she makes uh she makes like thirty three grand a year. Yeah, thirty one. They're thirty one, something like yeah. that. And then Ted, or actually no, Ted was making thirty three. I think Joanna was making thirty one. Well, no, he was making like 33 Originally at, at his old job. Yeah. And now at his new job, he ends up taking a pay cut for 28 Because he needed to, because he ended up getting fired, but he needed to get a job because there was no way he was going to get custody if he didn't have a job. Yeah. So, so he had a, he like got a job like right away. Yeah. So the, he just took whatever he could. So the night before, like the night before they went to court, he t- he calls his lawyer, uh, Ted does, and he, and he tells him like, hey man, I got to tell you, I just lost my job today. And he's like, dude, you have to find a job. Like we're screwed. Like there's no way a court is going to give you custody of your kid when you don't have a job to support him. And so he's like, all right, fine. I'll find a job in the next 24 hours. So the next day... 
he goes out. He's like circling everything in the want ads, and, and he's it's like, the Friday before Christmas. It's the Friday before Christmas, and he finally gets an interview at this other ad agency where he's like overqualified, and they tell him like, "Hey, man, this is like five thousand less than what you were making at your other job." And he's like, "It's fine. I just need a job." Ends up getting the job, and then in the court uh, in the court case. Joanna's lawyer asks him, weren't you fired and all of this? And he tells him, yeah. And then he says, all right, well, how much were you making? And he says, 33. And then he says, how much are you making at your new job? And he says, 28. And then he's like, huh, that's weird. Who would leave a job for for another job for less money? Which I don't get, like, I mean. People I do know. that. Like, yeah, if you need know. a job, like, you need a job. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. I don't know. So. The only reason he lost the job is because he was taking care of his son. Because yeah. what's her face left. That's like, true. I mean, I'm not saying he was being, he was a good parent before that. Like he was, he was never home and was a workaholic, but like, yeah. um, I mean, give the guy a break. And he ends up admitting that when he's talking yeah, to, when, uh, when Joanna's lawyer is like, uh, examining him or whatever. I don't know legal terms. Oh, uh, cross-examination. Cross-examination. I, Someone watches Law and Order. I used to watch, uh, prep, uh, not private practice. What is it called? Crap. I forget. Okay. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So, and he's telling him, he's like, yeah, look, I may not be perfect, but I was there, which is more than I can say for Joanna. The practice, I think it was called. That was about lawyers. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, he, and he ends up saying, which I've also kind of thought myself, because usually, at least in America, a lot of times, so his lawyer, uh, Ted's lawyer tells him, like, usually the mother gets custody oh, yeah, of the child. It's actually really hard to, like, a mother, yeah. it's really hard for a mother to lose custody of a child. Yeah, so. You have to be like. A drug addict or something. So Ted is on. So Ted is on the stand, and he's like, "I don't know. Show me where it's written that um, a, mother, a mother is any better of a parent than a father, and any any more loving or any more yeah. caring or anything like, like I, that." Like he stuck around. Yeah, and he and he's saying like, "She left. I didn't. I stayed around. We got in. The, you know, we got a great relationship going. Like, where is it written that a father can't be?" just a good parent as a mother yeah but to be fair like when she was on the stand the like because she, she was on the stand the first she was talking about how like she kind of had to leave because like her mental state like she didn't want to stay because like she thought like not that she would do something bad to the kid but like she wouldn't be a good parent anymore because she was depressed and and ted didn't like pay attention to her and yeah. he, was, he was never there and yeah like that but she was a good mom. She, she just, was. She just she just was going left. through some personal stuff. Like, I mean, it sucks True. that she left her son, but she did it because she thought it was best for him. Yeah. And then she came back and realized that, like, she got better and she needs to be with her son That's and wants true. to be with her son. And so then um, Ted's lawyer is cross-examining Joanna and is basically trying to demonstrate that she doesn't really have any sort of consistency in her life so she so he mentions like oh what's the longest relationship you've ever had and it was her marriage to ted which i don't get this either like why does it matter what I, is he trying to prove uh, to prove that she's reliable i guess i, I don't guess. know because then because then he also mentions like oh how many boyfriends have you had since since Again, you left not a, like that should have nothing to do I, with anything i mean and then and then he asks like oh do you have a lover now and she says yes and all of this and so oh what? speaking of lovers on the topic of PG, so, of so this lovers. movie, this movie is rated PG. I hate word. At one point, uh, Ted asks out. Well, not really. Ted's in his office at his original uh, ad agency job, and there's a woman there who he's like giving papers to, and just kind of looks at her for a minute, and she just says yes, and then Ted, and then Ted goes, "Excuse me," and she's like, "Yeah, I'll let you take me to dinner," and then he's like, "Oh, all right," and he's all happy. So they go to dinner. You don't see this part, but they wake up the next morning in bed, naked. The woman gets up. Her name's Phyllis. 
That's my mom's name. I forget, I forget <laughs> her last name, but her name is Phyllis. Wakes up, goes to the bathroom, totally naked. Oh, full on naked. Full naked. You see boobs. You see boobs and, and butt. And butt. And uh, butt. Yeah. And then, no bush. And then little Billy is there in the hallway because he's also going to the bathroom. And they have an awkward exchange. They have a full on conversation. Full on conversation. Billy, Billy's like, who are you? And, you know, she answers. She's, like, trying to cover up, but, like, it's Her not working. Her area, but, yeah, yeah, nope, nope, not, not, not working at all. Yeah. And so then Billy just says bye, goes to the bathroom. She goes into Ted's bedroom. And that was the end of that interaction. But for a PG movie, I guess ratings have changed a oh, bit yeah. in the last 40 years. Because in my day, as soon as you saw boobs, that's rated R. Uh, I mean, at least, or at least PG-13. PG-13. I mean, you should be at least 13 to see boobs. So. I think, anyway little weird on the ratings there but i agree i mean I, it was yeah but even like some like other like i'm trying to think of other oh like porkies you ever see the movie porkies it's was that rated r though is it i thought it was page i thought it was pg-13 no i'm pretty sure it was rated r was it i think so I mean, I'm um so yeah so i digress anyway so they're in the court case uh eventually the court ends up siding with joanna giving her custody shocker yeah well yeah it was gonna happen so Ted says that he wants to appeal. He meets with his lawyer one morning. He says he wants to appeal the decision. The lawyer's like, all right, that's fine, but it's going to cost you your kid. And uh, because he has to put his kid on the stand to prove essentially that Ted's a good father and things like that. And Ted says, I don't want to do that. I can't do that to Billy. And so he ends up not appealing. And the day, his last day with Billy before he has to give him over to Joanna and I guess share custody. Yeah. Well, um, she gets full custody. She, he yeah, gets some, he gets like visitation rights. He gets every other weekend and one day a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he ma- they make breakfast together. They have they have I think they have French toast again, but this time like they actually know how to make French toast. So they got like a bigger bowl. Yeah. So you like, see the progress. So you kind of see the yeah. progression of how they like you know how much better Ted is doing, how much better they're getting along. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. It's cute. So. They're very silent though. They don't talk or anything. They just make the toast. Yeah, they, they just make. It was they just weird, make yeah. French toast. Like no one's talking. It's not. There's no giggling or laughing. It's so, weird. they have their breakfast. All of Billy's stuff is all packed up. They're sitting in the living room waiting for Joanna to, I guess, let them know that th- that she's there. Eventually, mm-hmm. she buzzes them on the intercom, and she asks Ted to come downstairs by himself. Ted leaves his child alone in his apartment. <laughs> he arrives downstairs. He didn't even lock the door because because nope. at the end he sends Joanna out by herself. Yep. So he he goes downstairs. Joanna tells him that she really loves Billy and she wants Billy to be happy and she knows that his true home is with Ted, like his room is there and it on the wall she talks about this thing in his room she painted clouds I guess when she when he was born and in her apartment she doesn't have that so she's like oh this is weird like I can't do that to him. So she said she's not going to take custody of uh of Billy. And then she asks if she can go up and see Billy, and Ted says, yeah, and they both walk over to the elevator, but Ted says, why don't you just go up there? I'll stay down here. And then Joanna says, really? And he says, yeah. And they get into the elevator, or she gets into the elevator, she goes up, and that was it. That yeah, was the end of the movie. Ended, yeah. And uh, I kind of wanted to see like her talk to him. Yeah, I wanted to see never, her. Because you never see her with him again. No, you don't. Like after she leaves, because you only ever see her with billy right at the beginning when she's putting him like literally like at the first scene she's yeah. putting him to sleep and say, and telling him like you know uh yeah i'll see you in the morning but like she doesn't really yeah. see him in the morning and then when yeah. she comes back yeah so yeah meryl street barely in the movie um i wouldn't say i uh, did i miss anything with this movie i, mean, I thought it was a good movie I, yeah it was a it fine was movie it was a good it movie it reminded me kind of of like 
I mean, I don't know if it was just because it's the 70s in New York, but it kind of reminded me of, um, that what was the Woody, oh, Annie Hall. Oh. Uh, I mean, not the same, obviously, completely different. Yeah, because like, Woody it, Hall. But just like the style. Yeah, Annie, Annie Hall was terrible. Yeah. Who directed this, by the way? Robert Benton. I don't know who that is. Me neither. I never heard of him. But, um, I, I wouldn't say I missed much, I guess. I mean, it was a fine movie. It was good. Dustin I mean, Hoffman and Meryl Streep were great in it. Yeah. Meryl little, Streep can cry. Oh, she cried she almost can, in every scene. Um, the little kid cry. was really good, actually, too. The kid was pretty good. He was a very because he cried a lot. Yeah, too. the kid was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. I liked him, and he was um, cute. He was a cute little kid. Yeah, he was. He was a cute kid. Um, in terms of, I guess, reception, received quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, very positive reviews. It currently holds an eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What was it, 88? 88. That's pretty good. That's two eights. That's good. Two eights. Yeah, double eights. It, uh... Double ochos. It got nine nominations at the 52nd Academy Awards. It won five of them. Damn. What did it win? It won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Hoffman, Best Supporting Actress for Streep, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Damn. So it won a healthy amount. Was that, like, Meryl Streep's, like... No, I guess it wasn't her first award. No, that couldn't have been her first one. No. I doubt. Because I think she won for Sophie's Choice, too. Oh, Sophie's Choice. Have you ever seen Sophie's Choice? No. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, parts of it. Same. I've never seen, like... Like, I know what it's about. On. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen, like, full-on Sophie's Choice. But we're not good with, like, like Holocaust no. movies. Like, ne- world, need world... we remind you of The Pianist? <laughs> yeah, we're not good with those. I don't think we should watch any of those. No. I don't even remember. So, a few episodes ago... We were watching The Pianist. We ended up not watching The Pianist because we got 40 minutes into it and decided... It was brutal. It was a very oh. depressing movie. It was too close I, to, I, I'm assuming, what actually happened during the Holocaust, yeah. and I just, I, I couldn't. I forgot what we ended up watching, but it wasn't The Pianist. Yeah. Uh, we watched um, Monty, Monty Python. Oh, that's right. The Holy Grail, yeah. Yeah, that's right. For the Holy Grail, whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say I missed much with this movie. It's think, definitely good. Yeah. Absolutely watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a very good movie. I wouldn't say I missed much, though. I mean, I don't... I guess in terms of the time... Like, there was a lot... I, I liked all of, like, the like, the fades, like, from scene to scene. Yeah. There were a lot of slow fades. Classic 70s. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for a star wipe first. I was like, are they going to do a star wipe? Yeah. Uh, fun fact about this movie, though. A little controversial in what? the sense that it was widely reported that Mr. Dustin Hoffman... Uh, harassed Meryl Streep during the making of this movie and Why? and they've since had like a very tough working relationship um so in a in a 1979 Time magazine article uh Streep claimed that Hoffman groped her breast on their first meeting Jesus and um and when Streep I guess stood up for herself wanting to portray Joanna as like more sympathetic and more vulnerable than what the character was originally written as mm-hmm. she received a lot of pushback from Hoffman so it was, yeah, that's, I guess, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they still have like a relatively tough working relationship or much of one. I mean, do they ever work together again? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember that. I mean, I can't remember another movie that they were in together, but I don't, I haven't seen every movie ever. That's so. Yeah. Um, and then okay. also in 2018, Streep told the New York Times that Hoffman had slapped her hard without warning while filming a scene. That was not in the movie that either. Not, I'm assuming um, if that. Oh, actually. Uh, speaking of, by the way, this was Meryl Streep's first movie. She says this was in in that same New York Times article. She said that this was her first movie. It was a first take in her first movie, and he just slapped me. And you see it in the movie. It was overstepping. 
I don't know. I don't remember seeing that in the movie. When did he slap I her? I don't remember seeing that in the movie either. I don't remember that. That was her first movie? When I did guess. When did Sophie's Choice come out? I don't know. Let's find out. You know who's in that movie, by the way? That guy that we saw Ooh. at the... Um, we used to live in Los Angeles, and at our vet, we saw the guy... Oh, yeah. Well, I forget his name. He's in a lot so of stuff. So he's the guy... Uh, he was the guy... I know his biggest role is probably Ali McBeal. Uh, he was in oh, that movie, yeah. but he was in... Uh, if you remember Mr. Bean... He's the guy in the movie. If you remember the movie, Mr. Bean. Yes. Forget Ally McBeal. But if you remember the cinematic masterpiece that was Mr. Bean, this dude was the guy whose family Mr. Bean stays with while he's in, uh, it, while he's in Los Angeles. Yeah. I can't remember his name either. It's something I want to say. I want to say something with a P like a Philip or a Peter, something know. like that. Peter. Maybe Peter. Maybe. Anyway. So her but first yeah, we saw, movie. We saw her. We saw him at. He uses he used the same veterinarian that we use for our dog. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know. Her first movie was... Good Lord. Yeah, it's a lot of credits. Oh, God. A lot of credits for Meryl Streep. Um, no, she's listed... No, she's been in it stuff. So, uh, 1976, it looks like she had a voice in Everybody Rides the Carousel. I'm assuming that okay, must what, have been animated. Yeah, but she just, that's just a voice, so she wasn't on screen. Uh, and then The Deadliest Season was a TV movie. Okay, so again, not a TV, not a not a like mo- major motion picture. Then Julia in 1977. Okay. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. Um, fun fact: she was in a mini TV series called The Holocaust. Someone was typecast <laughs> early on. I mean, she is very um, like European looking. Yeah, uh, she was in The Deer Hunter in '78. She was in Manhattan in '79. And then she was in a TV series called Great Performances that ran from 77 to 79. This must have been just like her first big movie. Maybe. Uh, the, sed- the Seduction of Joe Tynan was 79, and then Kramer versus Kramer was 79. Hmm. Okay. So she had a few. Maybe, yeah, maybe Kramer versus Kramer was like the first, like, big it deal. Might, yeah, like, major motion picture. When did Sophie's Choice come out? Sorry. Sophie's Choice was... 82. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, find out what that guy's name is, by the way. I want to know. I need to know. Oh, is it like Peter? No. no. You just hit Sophie's Choice. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh. That's why I said it. That's why I brought it up. There's no other reason for me to bring him up. There's plenty of reasons you bring him up. Peter McNichol. Oh, so Peter was right. Good job. Peter McNichol. I knew it was something with a P. Yeah. But yeah, so if you remember the classic Mr. Bean movie, that guy went to the same vet as us. Yeah. So... Anyway, Kramer versus Kramer. Um, mm-hmm. Also, fun fact, by the way, you can tell how early on in their careers were. This entire movie was made for $8 million with Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep in it. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was, her, again, for her first movie, and Dustin Hoffman was relatively new, I guess. Yeah. It ended up grossing 173 Oh, wow. So. And that's in 79. That's, that's in like 70, 80s money right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, That's pretty good. So that was Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. Again, a good movie. I think it. I liked, I did like the, I did like the way that they did, they portrayed Meryl Streep's character. Like, I mean, at the beginning you hate her because you're like. She sucks. Yeah, she, well, no, she left, I mean, she just left her kid. Like, I understand why she would divorce her husband, but like, because he was like, he was negligent in the marriage, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, she didn't, she just like up and left her kid. Yeah. Which sucks. But then like later when you, when she goes on the stand and she explains why she left and like that, like. You know, sometimes, like, people need a break. Even moms. Even moms need to get, like, I mean, if her mental health isn't, you know, secure. Yeah. She should take a break. But maybe she should have explained that better in the beginning. 
Yeah, I still think it was ballsy. I still think it was ballsy that she wanted full custody, knowing that she just straight up abandoned them. At the very least, she she should have gone like shared Shared custody. custody. Yeah, I agree. That's like you can't just be like, oh yeah, I took off for fifteen months. I want my kid now. Well, maybe she thought like he wouldn't do that. I guess. I mean, which is, I mean, fair. Like she did leave. But if she just explained, because he seemed again when, when she came back when and they met for there was a scene where they meet for like lunch or whatever in a restaurant. Yeah, and he then that's when she tells him like oh, he she's gonna file for right. for custody. They were having a nice little talk, and she was explaining that oh I got a job and you know I'm seeing a therapist. I'm seeing a therapist. And, I'm yeah. getting better. Like, um, I'm back in New York now, and he seemed like he, I think he assumed that she was gonna get back together with him. Maybe. That's probably why he got so mad, oh, but also that she was trying to take away his kid. But That's true. Um, but I did like the way they portrayed her, like, that mental health side of it, and, like, that, like, hey, people make mistakes yeah. and do dumb things, but, like, she got better, and she wanted to see her kid again. And even Dustin Hoffman, he was a shitty dad at the beginning. He was. But he ended up being, he ended up turning into a really good dad, so. Yeah. Also happy had, Father's like, Day. Also had Happy <laughs> Father's Day. Um, to Dustin Hoffman, and only Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Um, Dustin Hoffman in the movie, by the way, very, very, um, Farrah Fawcett type hair. Oh yeah. It's very like long. Yeah, yeah. Very, very wavy. Yeah. Very, very seventies. And it's weird. He doesn't, I know he, he definitely looks, obviously looks older now, but, but like, looks the same, but looks exactly the same. Like if he dyed his hair, he would look the same. It's weird. Just freaky. Yeah. Mar- Meryl Streep too. Mar- well, Meryl Streep, but Mar- Meryl Streep looks young. Mar- she does. But she is young, but she looks great now too like she doesn't look much older i mean even though it's been 40 years yeah they both aged very well i think he did actually pull up a picture of dustin hoffman i want to see what he looks like he's like 80 though he's older he's what in his 80s uh probably yeah no he still looks yeah, pretty he doesn't good. look bad for 80 right he's 80 three 83 yeah. he looks pretty good he does yeah good for him there you go here we are here we are oh, good for them i mean Maybe he got some work done. I don't. I don't know. No, I, I don't, can't tell. He, he doesn't look tell. like. He doesn't look like it. I'm just saying he's very rich. He might have been able to get good work done. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Because if you got work done and you still and you look at you still look your age, that's, that's true. I wouldn't say that. Like Meryl Streep doesn't look like she got anything. Like she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If she doesn't. She's Meryl Streep. She can do everything. <sighs> I guess. What does she have? Like nine best actress oscars sure something why along not? those lines at this point they should just call it the meryl streep award i don't know why they don't the they should just call it the merrills instead of the oscars nice good call right like sick that. burn take right? that who's oscar, oscar anyway who's right? even who is even oscar? no one even knows no one knows who oscar is actually if you know who oscar is you can like tweet at us and maybe educate I'm us sure on we could that. Ju- well, we could probably just google it we could do that but we want some interaction i won't though <laughs> so be sure to follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Yeah, let us um, know who Oscar is. Yeah, and yeah. also you can give us some suggestions on what we should watch or listen to next. Yep, yep, yep. We are definitely going to start a TV show. Maybe. Um, I no, want we to. will. We I, will. Want I want to. I want to too. Um, the TV shows again, I've explained before. They're just a little tougher because multiple minute. seasons, and then each season is like twenty-two episodes. Depending on the it, show, depending on the show, it's yeah. it's a lot. But uh, we'll get there. We'll start cracking away at it. Maybe we can start with something that was only like four seasons long or something like that yeah maybe something that's like only a couple like 10 episodes a season yeah because like there are like game of thrones but i mean but each episode's an hour that's true um and they also ran for like 10 seasons seven whatever or eight it felt like 10 you didn't even watch it yeah but the advertising made it seem like 10 winter is coming 
It's supposed to be really good, though. Uh, we uh, Fun fact, so about... Is it a fun fact? Is yes. Is this going to be a fun fact? Yes. So okay. Heather and I originally started watching Game of Thrones, I guess when it was ending, because we were like, all right, let's see what all this is about. I think we got like three episodes in, and we were like, we're done. Yeah. I think um, we just... It didn't keep... It just... It wasn't bad, but I don't think it just... It just didn't keep our attention. We didn't want to like... We weren't like, oh, we have to watch the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if we stuck with it, we'd probably eventually like it. I think it just... I mean, I'm right. assuming it gets better. So... Because we like stuff like that. Like, we do. We watch things. We do. That are popular. So, Kramer Rick and versus Morty. Kramer. Watch oh, Rick and Morty. yeah. Rick and Morty. Rick, and Morty. Rick and Morty comes out tonight. Well, June 20th. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. But it comes out June 20th. So, catch that. Rick and Morty season yeah. four. We're not... Five. Uh, we have season no, five. We have no affiliation with Dan Harmon or Justin... We do not. Um, what's his name? Royland. Royland. However, if, if if you're if you happen to be listening, Dan Harmon and Justin Royland, maybe we could, you know, set something up for the podcast. I'm just saying. We could. You know, whatever. I'm also available to like do I could I could do some voiceover work. Yeah, why not? I can I can do stuff. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Um but Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. Give it a watch if you haven't. Yeah. It's a very good movie. It's not very long. It's, it's not hour, very long, hour, hour and a half. half. Knock it out. And um, we will see you next week. Yep. With another riveting episode of Did I Miss Anything? Didn't I come up with the ending last week? No, I forgot what it was. You did. Oh, you remember what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't. Do you want to uh, end it then? I guess we're not going to end it oh. with, with our new our new outro that we Why got. Why don't you just do it then if you know All what it is? All right. Or you could whisper it to me and then I'll do it. Oh, yeah. Because it, it fits because... We didn't watch it. That's it's right. Better than ever. So, so yeah. until next week, uh, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcast because that'll help us out. Sure. And that's it for this week's episode of Did I Miss Anything? Mm-hmm. And it's better late than never. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Happy Father's Day. But can you hear me? We should have done that.